Hello. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is brought to you by the 12th and final season of Black Tim. It's been 12 years since America fell in love with the story of Tim, a white accountant who stumbled upon a magical pair of gym shorts that transformed him into a black guy named Devon. Wait, I feel different. I look different. Am I black? For 12 years, audiences laughed and cried as they watched an enchanted pair of shorts completely change everything about how Tim viewed the world around him. Freeze! Uh, Hands where I can uh, see him. No, uh, officer, there has to be some type of mistake. I- I'm white. Oh, oh, okay, pal. Yeah, yeah. Nice try. And I'm not racist. You- Ow! Will Tim ever find out the truth behind the shorts that changed his life on that fateful day? Will Tim finally reveal his true identity to Shaniqua? Will any of this even matter if the cops that kill Breonna Taylor are never held accountable for their actions? Find out all of this and much, much more on the 12th and hopefully final season of Black Tim. I have to start checking these sponsors because, yeah. It's uh it's it's getting kind of kind of weird, I'd say. Like I said before, I, I go through an agency to find the sponsors and I don't know where they're getting some of this shit. But you know what? Forget all that. Okay? Cause you're here. You're in the right place. And and if and if there's any confusion about where you are, let me clear that up right now. With one statement and one statement only. Evil Eagle Hour Podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Back. Promptly, too. Right back. So you already know the deal, okay? This is this is actually another long one, and we promised y'all 30 to 40 minute episodes, and this exceeds that, so we're sorry. And I'm not going to do more talking before you have to hear more fucking talking okay so i'm gonna make it short this episode is about boundaries and it's awesome (laughs) it's like one of those episodes where i'm talking and as i'm talking i'm learning and having revelations and cody is talking and as he's talking i'm having revelations so that's it it's about boundaries so the only thing I will say to you is please remember to rate, review, or subscribe, or all three, because that is really helping. It's helping a lot. And if you want, you know, if you feel obliged, maybe leave a tip in the tip jar. Nobody's forcing the hand, but a dollar, you know. Makile on the beats as always, and you already know what's about to happen next, right? You already know. Allow me to start the shenanigans allow me to initiate the process allow me to begin the program
talking about boundaries. Don't tell me what to do, bro. Start it. Don't listen. First of all, back up. Can you give me some boundaries? No. Can I get some boundaries? No, there's no boundaries here. God dang. Golly. See? Already with the disrespect. Just sipping on some water, nigga. I, I don't, I don't this know. This helps me. I need some separation. <laughs> and you said you had some notes today. What's up with that? Yeah, I got some notes, nigga. I came. You, this subject's near and dear to you? <laughs> no, it's not near and dear. Yeah, it is. Right. I'm about to say. It's, it's a... You know you didn't dealt with some boundaries issues in the past? Hell yeah. It's, yeah? It's a lot of things. A lot of experiences oh, that stem from uh, somewhere else that will have its own episode. See, this is good because... You hit me up. You were like, "Yo, let's. We should do a podcast on entanglements." I was like, "I did bro, not say up. that." Yes, you did. You did hit me up and say we should do a podcast on entanglements. You did not say that. I did say that. I'm about to say. Fam. I just cap. You know the damn large cap. A podcast on entanglement. I, okay, I'll we'll do the podcast on entanglements right now. Okay, podcast on entanglements. No, you to ask me what an entanglement is. No, you were supposed to ask, ask me. Ask me what an entanglement is. We're going to do the podcast on entanglements. Ask me. What's entanglement? Cheating. It's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> podcast over. I'm glad we didn't do that. We're going to do something different. But before we even get into before we even get into what we're talking about today, we didn't already fucking ruined it, but whatever. Before we get into it though, we need to talk about what exactly is occurring here if you clicked on the podcast you already know what it is you already know who it is you already know where we at you already know what's going on it's the evil hour podcast with coach Kota Manawi. i'm your host night here for another week do you hear does everything sound good does everything sound, sounds solid sounds everything how, sounds how does how do things how does your heart sound how does my heart sound <laughs> does that sound you're solid cr- you're uh you're kind of crossing the line there buddy with uh getting into that personal information oh i'm sorry i crossed the boundary already. yes you already crossed the boundary wow bro i thought that this I'm was setting. a safe space it's a safe space but in this safe space you know i do need some space for myself okay well so you're not gonna tell me how you're doing, or are you gonna bypass that? No, nah, I just wanted to. I wanted to like just kind of try that was that like, out. Was that your segue? Yeah, I was trying. I was trying out the segue. It was a good segue. It was a good. But segue. to actually actually to answer your question, I'm doing well. I was just That's say good. that I'm doing well. I am managing life accordingly. Yeah. I'm moving soon. You're moving. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm moving, bro. Moving to made t- the decision. Yep. Yep. You know. Fuck up out of here. Out of the Bronx. I mean, I would stay, but it's just really inconvenient. I yep. love the area. It's just inconvenient. The the area is inconvenient to live in? Yeah. Like, it's just away from everything. Oh, so you're not talking about the overall just Bronx fuckery? No, no. The Bronx fuckery is actually, as the whites would say, charming. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I feel you. Got a little bit of it in the background right now. Yeah, perfectly <laughs> time. miss this. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh. Ooh, I was gonna ask. Were you gonna ask me? That's thank you, thank you. I'm all right. I'm just all right. Okay. Moving on. So today's podcast is, as we spoiled earlier, today's podcast is gonna be about the concept of boundaries. Let me tell you how I even got to this idea for this was your podcast. idea. I think it was. Yeah, uh, I think I pitched this. Okay. Um, and the reason why is because we just did an episode about vulnerability not too long ago, which was very exciting. That was like one of my favorite episodes. I'm glad we 
died yeah, in 2000. That was a longer a of, one, too. Yeah, it was. It was long as shit. And I think it was needed. I don't know how long this one will be, but I feel like it's equally important because the idea of me exposing myself and the idea of everybody else exposing themselves uh, through vulnerability and becoming more powerful through exposing yourself, I automatically, with my contrarian ass, thought of like, oh, but what about... What about the importance of blocking yourself off? What about the importance of guarding yourself mm-hmm. against the people who, you know, maybe don't have your best interest at heart? And then the whole idea of boundaries popped mm-hmm. up in my head because I realized I don't fucking have any. Wow. <laughs> don't have a lot of boundaries. Don't really know 100% how to even establish boundaries. So we're going to get into it today. Yeah. Uh, so you already got the definition got brought the definition. up. You I'm really not playing any say... games with you today. Okay. Hey, and I'm glad you mentioned that you do not have any boundaries because there's a whole entire... We're going to have a whole other episode on the reason for that. But I also... Oh, you know the reason why I don't have any boundaries? Well, I have a a good suspicion because I don't have many boundaries myself Uh, either. So, or I've been trying to. I'm trying to. I was. I was. I've been trying to establish them, and I while trying to establish my own boundaries, um, learning that I didn't have any boundaries. Also, learn what the likely cause of it is. Mm. But for the definition of boundaries, we have. Google says, a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line, a limit or a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. Mm, So limit, I, that's the word that kind of pops out at me. Limiting, it's limiting and all I feel like when you hear the word limiting, do you, do you get a negative feeling or limiting? I, yes, I do get a I guess negative. I think of like a restriction. Yeah. I think of a um. Yeah, just a, a restriction. When I hear limit, I think of a restriction. Right. There's different and there's different types of boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I you, think. Can yeah, you they, use your just real quick? Can you use your thin fucking lips and read this part too, my, my please? Thin, my thin lips. Can you read this part too, please? Are my lips thin in general or? You know, I'm read that. I'm very conscious about that. Sometimes they look big and sometimes they I look big. I apologize. Thin. You were vulnerable and I'm just attacking you. This is the need for boundaries. But yeah, go ahead, is, continue. Yeah. Read that for me. <laughs> boundaries can be emotional, physical, or even digital. And even by my research, I'll go even further mm-hmm. and say they can. you can even have energetic boundaries or material boundaries as well. Mm. Yes. Okay. So there's there's definitely a lot of different types of boundaries that can that you can set. In in addition, you can even have personal boundaries uh, within yourself. Things that you don't allow yourself to think, or things that you don't allow yourself to do. Right. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so like, I mean, the the most common one is I'm not gonna get drunk. <laughs> right. Because you, know you already I mean? know what that's gonna lead to. Yeah, you already know. You already know what bullshit 100%. you be on. So if you uh. Based off of that understanding of boundaries, it seems like it's something that helps you understand yourself a little bit more once you establish boundaries. Um, I would say a boundary, I, I, I do think the purpose of a boundary is to, well, there's like a few things, but it's really like a, it's a conscious dis- defense mechanism. Mm. And so, so it's like pur- it's purposeful. Yeah, you're very. You have a lot of intention behind this boundary. You thought it out. You know exactly why you need to set this boundary in order to separate you 
either emotionally, mentally, materially, mm. however you want to look at it, um, to separate yourself from the next person. It's very important to have boundaries to, to give you room and space between um, you and another person or even you and yourself in a way in order to protect you and to allow you to heal. Right. If, well... Well, if there's a need to heal, but you just mean kind of in general, right? And you said also something that was interesting to me that I want to point out, um, just one word, space. The idea of creating space, because the first definition, when you read the definition, you said it is uh, a limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, of a subject or activity or you're def- or you're limiting the amount of area it's like a dividing line so automatically you think of division you think of separating yourself yeah like you think of be- becoming disconnected in right. a way but if you look at say if you look at a map that has just nothing on it it's just a blank map without any type of defined uh spaces where people can go right once you start creating these spaces, once you start limiting the areas and, and sectioning off places for different people, you are creating division. Right. But at the exact same time, you're also literally creating space. Yeah. You're creating, okay, this is your space. Mm-hmm. This is my space. Yeah. And yeah, it is separate. It is limiting, but it creates a space. And, and within that space, I guess emotionally... It gives you room to not just heal, but just grow. Because I feel like in order to grow, you need space. Yeah, I think you and you. The one really big thing behind boundaries is that it allows you to tell the difference between you and yourself and somebody else. Mm. Because a lot of times, well, I guess we I can I can talk to you about what I found out was the origin of my own uh, why I started seeking to set up boundaries. The origin of me not having boundaries at first or at one point in time was actually codependency. And one big Mm. part of codependency is that you enmesh with people really fast. Hmm. And I even think when we talked about entanglement, um, Jada also talks about how she was very codependent. Um, and that really just means that you don't know yourself out of somebody else. You right. don't know yourself as so. What you know about yourself is automatically attached to somebody else's right to either somebody else's well being or like you know what you mm. can do for them. Um, and so that codependency it w- was the actual source of me uh, me lack lacking boundaries. boundaries. And so I often didn't. I, I realized that I often didn't know who I was outside of the people around me or um, just me and myself. Damn, how'd you get to that realization? Like, how, how does that even... Over a year of just oh, working wow. on this shit. Uh, but I did the work for everybody else. So, shortcut, you should probably look into codependency. It's not... It's way more common yeah. than what people think. And it shows up in ways that you... You won't even realize the origin of certain of some of these things, but we'll we'll go into that on the codependency episode that I, I really want to do. Like, if you don't have an idea of how you want to be treated, then you leave yourself vulnerable to be treated any kind of way. Right. Like you right. at least need to have somewhat of an idea. Yeah, you need to know what you are willing to deal with in people and what you aren't willing to deal with. Yeah. I think you need to know, um, like, what you can take. You need to know what your limits are um, emotionally or uh, mentally or materially or energetically. What are your limits 
until the the point where you need to separate yourself from everybody else because you need to protect yourself or otherwise you're going to be drained and drained and drained because everybody you feel like everybody's walking over you yeah and then you start to feel like less value of yourself and and you said it because you said it earlier when you do that you're defining what you are and what they are it's like you're defining exactly where you begin and they end you know what i mean yes exactly and doing that makes it so that you know you have a thorough understanding of what you bring to the situation and mm-hmm. what you're willing to take so right and and so why do you think it's important that we have that separation well well in my research that I did right I was listening to this before, podcast be- before your research oh you mean just off top off top what do you think why do I think ask me the question again hold on let me reset reset all right mm-hmm why do you think um, you need boundaries in your life? What do you think boundaries could do for you right now? Right now, I think it would give me a better idea of what I could offer. Mm. Because if I don't have an idea of what, um, if I don't have an idea of what I'm willing to put up with. I don't know if I can 100% know what I could put out Hmm. because a lot of the times I feel like I'm giving, I give a lot of myself unnecessarily Mm -hmm. and then people start to almost expect that. It becomes an expectation. Yeah. And a lot of the times the line between the expectation and what I actually should expect from people and what they should expect from me, a lot of times I feel like it gets blurred. Right. And... A lot of times I don't know if I'm doing something because I should be doing it or because of the expectation uh-huh. or because I don't have boundaries. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it creates that definition. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what you were saying when you start to establish what's what. It creates definition. It's like right. drawing that map and knowing exactly where that space is You know, to feel comfortable being myself, and then I can have a good idea of what I can put out. Right, right, you right. Know? Yeah, that's I. That's beautiful. I mean, you seem like you're. You got it. I no, I got the idea of it. Okay, okay. you know, I got a lot of good good ideas. Uh-huh. Okay, I can't fucking do them in real life. That's yeah. the point. That's why I'm talking about them on a podcast at length every week. Uh, <laughs> to, to but what's to... your idea of? Uh, I think I think you kind of talked about it though. Um, my idea of a boundary, or what? Why do I think I need boundaries? Yeah, why do you think you need boundaries? Uh, I, uh, damn near identical to you. I mean, not to repeat everything that you just said, mm-hmm. but um, for me, I needed to figure out who I was. And at the end of the day, like without any boundaries, without any room to establish who you are and what you're willing to deal with, um, you're just gonna be. You know, you're going to live a life that's very unrefined. Um, And I didn't want to live a life where I was just like stumbling through everything. I didn't want to live a life where I felt like um, that people can just take what they want or or, or just... uh, You started to feel that way. Yeah, I I felt like there were certain expectations on me that, um, that, that, that came because I never established mm, yeah i never, never established a yeah. ground i never established a ground on um like 
why I did like why I did these things and then establish a ground on um you cannot expect these things from me just because yeah and I needed a I needed just to because, find a yeah. I needed to find a way that like I could uh I could give these things because I wanted to and not because I felt like somebody else told yeah, me I, I should decision. do it yeah I needed I needed things in my life to start to come from my decision and it Really, it sounds like a, a need for control, and I guess in a way it is. It is um, control, yeah. Yeah, it is a little bit of control over what I'm willing to experience and put myself through. And it took me some time to realize that I don't have to deal with whatever life throws at me. Right, and and it's okay to control your existence. Like, it's okay to control what you're willing to put up with, I think. Yeah, and I think for people like us, we find it sometimes hard to um to do anything that would make us feel selfish anything yeah. that would make me feel selfish i feel like wasn't right i feel like it, i just needed to be selfless um but it it came from the codependency and it, it made it really hard to define who i am and my experiences in life and push me in the direction uh that i want to with intent and to create the space around me very uh with intent and it's a good idea because we do need more selfless people. So the root of the idea is is good, in my opinion. But mm. if you're already a selfless person and that's your nature, then you have a different problem. You have the problem of giving a little bit of too much of yourself out. Yeah, right? exactly. So I, I started listening to this podcast. Started listening to this podcast and just give me a second because i want to make sure i get my girl name right i don't want to throw no dirt on her name real quick all right so the podcast is called beyond bitchy uh it's <laughs> with my girl vicky tidwell palmer um i think she's a social psychologist uh she studies sociology and i think she helps people get over trauma and establish uh boundaries so i started and the entire podcast is on boundaries every episode um, so she gets really in depth with the concept of boundaries. And I just want to talk about a few things that I learned from her podcast because mm-hmm. I felt like they were really important kind of points to highlight. What's her name again? Vicky Tidwell. Vicky Tidwell. Yeah, she on her shit. She knows her stuff. So we'll post a little link to that. Yeah, shout out to Vicky. Um, if you want to know a lot more about boundaries than what we can talk about, it's kind of just our own personal experience. But she was talking about how boundaries, when they're respected, they create this sense of of safety, right? The mm. safety within yourself. And safety, as she was talking about, is literally on the hierarchy of needs. Mm. So anything that can help us feel a little bit more safe, of course, is, is something that you want to practice and something that you want to make a part of your relationships with people. For sure. Creating that space to feel safe, to, to know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about that space. A lot of things is cre- are, are created within that space, but you need the space to explore who you are. That's why setting up boundaries with your parents is really important too. Mm-hmm. Right when you get to that age where you want to start to learn yourself you have to learn how to establish boundaries with your parents so they don't start to impose their will and start to impose their own personal resentments with with life further on you than they already have in your childhood you know for sure and i mean even and and if you are a parent it's just as important for you to um respect your child's boundaries and and because when a child doesn't have their boundaries respected if they don't know how to establish um, boundaries or their their boundaries are um, 
overstepped by their parents, then they start to feel like they can't trust themselves and they start to feel Mm. like they are not their own person. And when a person constantly feels like this, you teach them to not have boundaries. Right. And you can't develop that autonomy for yourself because you're saying, yeah, I'm not even my own person. Yeah. And you don't know how to become your own person. And so when that is suddenly taken away, most people aren't clearly aware aware that I don't know myself as my own person, my own independent person. And you're likely to slip into codependent uh, habits. Um, And so it's just as important I mean, if we, you know, our younger listeners to, it's very hard to establish boundaries and sometimes you can't do it when you have a, a when you have a parent that's a certain way and it's very unfortunate because it's hard to have any control until you move out of the house right. and sometimes wow. moving out of the house is not even an option for some people um, or you have to go back into the house maybe because of the pandemic or something like that and so those boundaries are really tough to establish with your parents um, because they aren't even aware of it themselves and yeah. so making them aware of that um and parents need to be aware that um children do have their own boundaries even your child adults or child teenagers yeah um as early as probably preteens, i would say that when you start seeing your child needing autonomy um you need to respect yeah, that you need to allow them that. to um establish some boundaries i mean of course establish your rules in the house right but they are still people too emotional boundaries and we're talking about physical boundaries too privacy that's a that's a physical boundary let your child take control over their body over their space mm-hmm. let them de- like you said develop that autonomy for themselves so that they have a healthy relationship with developing uh, things for themselves, you know, that idea for themselves so that that codependency doesn't pop in and you start defining yourself based off of somebody else. So like you were saying, it creates um, that sense of self. And the more you start to do this, it's weird because you can also create a sense of who other people are Based, based off, off of, of how they respond. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And you can start to get a certain sense of who people are based off of their boundaries. And it allows you to communicate better to them. And at the end of the day, like a big purpose behind uh, boundaries, I think we may have already said it, but it's to help um, people communicate to you. It's to help you to be able to communicate to people mm-hmm. and to establish a sense of separation in order for you to feel safe, in order for you to, to to maintain these relationships because when your boundaries are overstepped too many times, you don't want to be friends with this person. You start to build a lot of resentment. That's a big part of codependency is that you end up resenting these people who um, you don't see yourself out of because they won't behave in the way that you want them to behave, but you're always bending over backwards for them. Damn, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm just kind of getting a little taste of what codependency true, is. Though, yeah. But um, it's important to to allow that so resentment can't be built, so you can feel respected, and so people can feel respected. So you mean you'll start to develop resentment for people because what you feel like you you feel like you're being mistreated, but you don't 100 percent know why because you haven't established what mistreatment is to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a myriad of of, of other things that come from different places and codependency actually looks different in different people it can be it can be expressed the opposite way um in which i was surprised that uh like not being able to connect to people can come from a fear because you're normally codependent 
And so it's a it's a very wow. very very intricate. Um, That's fucked. I don't want to make this episode about codependency. about codependency, but it, I see how strongly it plays a part. Yeah. Now, when you don't establish these boundaries for yourself, mm-hmm. it makes you, in my opinion, I'm just spitballing, freestyling. But in my opinion, doesn't it make you more susceptible to predators, like especially? predators with a high emotional iq because i feel like they can almost sniff that shit out if you don't have boundaries and they will just make their mark permanently and take full advantage of the fact that you don't have anything defined for yourself yeah for sure um a lot of times that well codependents normally um are more are more at risk to being in a situation with the narcissist Yes. Because narcissists like narcissists kind of prey on codependents or they do kind of sniff them out um and can, you know, take full advantage of them. Since healthy boundaries are like a such a crucial component of self-care, I want to talk about the difference between self-care and being selfish. Mm. Because once you start to kind of mold out these boundaries, you're going to have backlash from certain people. And like you said, depending on the backlash, you can kind of learn a little bit more about the people who respond a certain way to you setting boundaries. You kind mm. of figure out who your real friends are, sure. kind of figure out who the narcissists are, who who thought that they were with you just to get something out of you. You start to learn a lot. And a lot of the times and and um Hold on, let me make sure I get her name right one more time. Her name is Vicky Tidwell. She was saying that a lot of the times the people who have an issue with the boundaries being set are the people on the other side of, of the, the boundaries, boundaries for sure, right? For sure. And I felt like that was hilarious because I feel like that's so true. Yeah, it is so true. And most of the time, narcissists, they, they will they don't even know that there is a difference and they just because they're taking it personal yeah they're on your back they're like oh you're you're being selfish but really no i'm just taking care of myself taking care of myself is not selfish yeah and i always i never really made that distinction between self-care and being selfish yeah i mean i think the it, it gets confusing um because a lot of times when people are learning to take uh to set boundaries um you a lot of the people do appear like they want more out of you or like when you're setting these boundaries, um, this can take people back because you, like you said earlier, it can cause people to feel disconnected from you. It can cause people to who were taking advantage mm-hmm. of you to not be able to take advantage of you anymore. And then uh, you start to see who they really are, whether they were doing it on purpose or like, like I said, some narcissists aren't even aware of it um, or just people who are taking advantage. You don't even yeah. have to be a narcissist to be taking advantage of people. Yeah. You may not even be aware that you're right, taking advantage right, of them right. and it can, it can kind of remind them and it can show you that they actually do care about you. They didn't mean to, um, mm. to be that way, but you know, just because you're that person, they leaned into it and they, you know, and you said something interesting about the fact that you might not even know that you're taking advantage of them because that's another part of boundaries. Right. Another part of it is a thing called containment, which is another thing she talked about, hmm. where you're establishing boundaries to know how other people are supposed to treat you. That's one part of it. But you're also establishing boundaries for what you put off to other people. Exactly. You don't want to put your unedited what your thoughts onto them and right. and affect their boundaries too so yeah. i think and think that's a, a way two-way street by knowing what we will put up with 
we know not to put somebody through something that would be a little bit worse. Right, right. Or yeah. would, that would be crossing that same line for yourself. Right, so you kind of... But in, in that, I feel like that can be tricky too because the same boundaries that you have for yourself, you can't expect another person to have those same boundaries. So just because you would be willing to put up with certain things doesn't mean that, you know, you can impose that on somebody else and, and treat them the way, like, cause they always say treat others the way you're supposed, you know, where you wanted to be treated. Yeah. But sometimes but, you, you be treated like shit. That's and what you, I'm saying. And you treat other people like shit because yeah. of that. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, I, I didn't really even think of that aspect of creating boundaries. So I think it's, I, I, I do want to say that the way, uh, in which we set these boundaries is important, and that's that's what's going to be the Ooh. determinant factor on whether um, you can set boundaries in your life. And a lot of times, the way in which we set these boundaries, or the way we reinforce them or not reinforce them, um, plays an effect to like our personality types. So you're talking about emotional boundaries, then, right? Um, like yeah, mainly. No, it can be any boundary, that's really. Uh, it can be tough to set because of just your personality type. Yeah, your environment. Too. Yeah, your environment or whether you can set these boundaries or you feel safe enough to set these boundaries. Yeah. So a lot of things do play into it, but um, there there's just certain things that aren't going to work when you're setting boundaries. Um, so talk about that. So there's, there's things that... There's ways not to set your boundaries. Like I just feel like there's certain ways that aren't going to be effective. Well, before you get into that, do you think you're personally responsible to communicate your boundaries to other people? Yes, that is you're, a, you're, you're responsible. You, you cannot expect people to know what your boundaries are. Yes, that is exactly yeah. that is exactly the point. And a lot of times people think that it should be certain boundaries should be common sense. Yeah. But common sense only extends as far as your experience yeah your and, own personal experience yeah your own yeah. Ex- personal experience in, into this reality and so if you don't live in the same reality um and you may think that you live in the mm. same reality but everybody doesn't live in the same reality as you and so to expect people i mean yes there may be a certain line where you're like okay you're just wilding but <laughs> yeah. um like it you we live in the gray era area most of the times um so it is important to be very direct and clear when you set um, boundaries. If you're not clear, if you're not direct on it, then you can't really expect people to yeah. um, to fall in line. And yes, you may hint at it, or you may think that you know clearly because I said this and, and I said this that you know you should know not to do this. But if you aren't direct about it, then you can't expect that boundary to be respected. Mm. Um, and and expecting people to be in your mind is a surefire way to have Ooh. your your boundaries um, That's overlooked. That's it right there, especially somebody who you're close to and yeah. you ex- just expect them to know you. It's yeah. like, no, you have to say things, bro. Yeah, you actually have to, to speak up for yourself. And that's really hard for some people because... Um, setting boundaries, it, it triggers a lot of fear and it makes you afraid. You, you're afraid that you're going to hurt somebody. Um, you're afraid that you're rejecting somebody. Or And, you know, a lot of people who have a problem setting boundaries want to be accepted really bad. Uh, they want to be accepted by all people. And so when you, re- you you're definitely not going to reject anybody in that process. And yeah. so you're, it's going to be really hard. Um, but if you can't sit in that, if you're going to change your decision on this boundary, or draw back from it, then there's no way for that boundary to be established. Um, and it, and it, and at the end of the day, um, if you don't take action on your boundaries, if you don't actually set the boundary and stick to it, then it's not really a boundary. It's just like a a, a sheet curtain. Yeah, you know just some I mean? shit. You say there, there's no wall there. It's just like a, 
I yeah. Don't, yeah, it's just nothing there. So you have to you have to stick to it. You have to reinforce yeah. it. Yeah, so that's to be so solid. that's part of it then. So establishing boundaries, the first way to do it, you have to be clear and concise. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. You have to follow through. Yeah, you have to you have to if that boundary is crossed, you have to say what what's going to happen. You need to say if you cross this boundary, I'm not going I cannot speak to you right now. Or if you cross this boundary, I will not share my soap with you no more. Or <laughs> right. you know whatever the case may be, if you don't actually reinforce that boundary, it is it is likely going to be violated. And um at the end of the day, sometimes you do need to reinforce the boundary. Somebody overstepping that boundary, they don't always do it on purpose. They they don't always um, see the seriousness of it. And of course, you would want somebody to see the seriousness of it um, initially. But sometimes you do need to take that step and to reinforce it and to let them know how serious it is to you. Yeah. And then you will also see how much they respect you and how much they care about you. Yeah. And if they feel offended, then, you know, that can be indicative of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't also always mean that they're out to get you. Um, but at the end of the day, they will respect you in the long run if they really care about you and weren't taking advantage of you when you reinforce that boundary. That's that's uh, that's such strong information, man. Because I feel like people in particular, like I was talking about earlier, people in relationships that they've been in for a long time where it's kind of developed into that you know, what's yours is mine kind of mentality, especially anybody listening to this who's, who is married or anything like that. It starts to blend into like, you start to become the same person. So those mm-hmm. boundaries are in theory supposed to come down and you're supposed to become one. Mm-hmm. But every single relationship you need to have some type of boundaries yeah. so your partner might be like oh you acting like this over using some toothpaste you know yeah i know this is your special toothpaste but you're gonna act like that about it and it's like, like it's get not, you some more right it's always that it's like no and i know this sounds oddly specific it's not I'm, i just made that up i feel like you just like read my diary <laughs> i remember one time i was actually a little bit i was a little bit irritated um at area over shit that had to do with toothpaste. It can like, be, it, but I'm saying it could be something really like, so small. Why are you using stupid? my toothpaste? Or like, like I can't use your toothpaste. I literally have been on both right. ends of of that stuff, mm. and it's and it's really funny because it's not about the fucking toothpaste. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about the boundary. It's like if I know that you respect my boundary, that. And I was disrespecting the boundary too at one point. Mm. So it's like I didn't and know. You that didn't I, know. Yeah, I just did, well, wasn't wasn't sure that I was doing that. And so, but that was because I struggled to set boundaries with myself. So right. like whether I was violating a boundary or having my boundaries violated, just I was just this open fucking door like in the fucking Western mm. movies, just like. I just like boundaries. Just like there is no boundary there. It's a swinging door. Like, I could use this, right? No. What do you mean? I just got it. I didn't even open it yet. Right. Come on, bro. Like, let me get some. Right, it's always a let me get some ass, motherfucker. That was, that was definitely me. What you staring at? What you, you staring at a note? Go ahead, read some. Read some. Read some off that little sheet you got there. I want to know. I mean, I'm learning today. Oh, okay. I mean, we can move forward into like. Actually. Can I say something really quick? No, yes. have, I, have I been saying too fucking no, much? No, yeah, I feel like I was just talking a lot of what the whistle there. Uh because I think you brought up a really interesting point about once you start establishing these boundaries. We talked about the difference between self-care and being selfish. I want to talk about the difference between boundaries and ultimatums. Oh my fucking god. What 
what is what is really the difference? Because I, I well, I will tell you what I think the difference is. Because with an ultimatum, you're telling somebody, yo, if you do this, I'm going to do this. And it comes across more as a threat than just establishing a boundary. So is it just the how you communicate the the message is the difference between it? Like, what, what's your well, idea? Well, I mean, I think boundaries then do, can turn into ultimatums. Um, but I think... I think it starts at the boundary, and if it keeps getting violated, then it morphs into an ultimatum because they clearly do not have respect. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we may feel disrespected. Um, and when you when your boundary is violated, like yeah, you're gonna feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people do need to be reminded, and sometimes um, people don't get it. And um, at a certain point, you do have to say, okay, now it's either you stop doing this or we cannot be together or we cannot be friends or we cannot be in the same room. Uh, it does become an ultimatum, but I think that we should avoid going to ultimatums, which are more so like a, it's more of a grand decision um, and the or a grand reaction to uh, somebody violating your boundaries or you violating somebody's boundaries. Hmm. So with an ultimate, because I feel in, in my, the way that I'm thinking of it, it's like, should it even get, to an ultimatum if if i'm clear if we do all the things that you were saying before about how to establish a boundary if i'm clear and i'm and i'm following up and i'm being serious about my boundary it should never get to a point where i'm giving you an ultimatum because that's a part of when you start establishing these boundaries you see who you are surrounding yourself with they start to make themselves clear to you so if you see that and in the process I mean, I guess you got to give people room to change and give people some space to be able to accept yeah. your boundaries. Yeah. So, yeah. But at the same time, it's like I should never get to the point where it's like, you know, I'm giving you an ultimatum. When it comes to addicts, a lot of times they'll set, uh, if you're in a relationship with an addict, they'll set an ultimatum like you need to go to rehab or we can't be in a relationship anymore. And that never really works out because you're not setting a boundary. You're telling giving them. them yeah. You're telling them straight up, like, yo. Yeah, you're controlling them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I and actually didn't catch that until just now. And nobody wants to be controlled. Yeah, exactly. Everybody needs to have the their freedom. Autonomy, boy. Um, I think it's all, like, and when we set these boundaries, um, it's it's very important how we communicate them. And we said that earlier, but just what you said, um, there has to be a separation between, um telling them what they're going to do and telling them what you're going to do. And when you set a boundary, just like you said, um, you have to avoid demonizing them, rejecting them, making them feel like they were wrong. Mm, Because it's not about them. (laughs) Because it's not about them at the end of the day. It's about you. Mm -hmm. And when you set that boundary, you have to say, this is for you. You're doing this for you. And if you do not respect this boundary, then you are going to do something different instead of expecting them to do something different. And what are some examples of boundaries? Because maybe we are having this whole conversation, but somebody was like, okay, I want to set some boundaries. Um, How do you go about knowing what your boundaries are, establishing them? Um, I mean, I think emotionally, like think about what what conversations you aren't willing to have or ready to have, um, what things you do and don't want to talk about. Um, One example I saw a lot in in my research was um, sometimes... You may have to tell a friend, yo, we're not going to we're not going to talk about my ex uh, when we meet today. Or you may be visiting somebody 
and you may tell them, hey, we're coming to visit, but no, we're not staying for dinner. Um, that was a that was an example. Both of those examples I was saw used by um, there's this amazing, amazing, amazing um, therapist. Man, three on, amazing. Her Before. name is Nicole Lapera, and her Instagram is at uh, the Holistic Psychologist. Um, she talks about boundaries quite a lot, and she's a great page to follow on anything uh, like social. I mean, not social, but uh, psychological, and um, you know, self help self-discovery everything like that yeah it seems like boundaries can be so small and so simple Mm -hmm. but yet they're so important yeah and i think that boundaries aren't things that need to um they don't they change and so we have uh different needs like i like i like i was saying earlier sometimes boundaries are created to allow you to have space to heal and so like that x conversation that i was saying earlier like you know, if you just broke up with your ex, you may not want to talk about them. You may not want to, you know. Yeah, you don't you, know you how you, you feel yet. Yeah, you don't know how you feel or you haven't moved on yet. And so you don't want to be reminded when you're trying to get away from thinking about that because it's so heavy. Um, so you may tell your friend, hey, we're not going to talk about my ex in this conversation today or just moving forward um, until you can heal and until you can then take down that boundary. Because you're, you're, if your boundary is limiting you, that just means that you you need to grow out of it. I, right. I think I think it's important to recognize when your boundary is preventing you from uh, a certain amount of closeness to people or people around you. And and to even go off of that, there's going to be different boundaries for different people. It's just like there's certain people who you're close to um, and you feel like you can have certain conversations. And there's other people who um, you're not that close to or you're not going to allow them to have that space with you. Each, each relationship kind of has its own set of boundaries and certain people who are closer to you. That's why when they say certain people are closer to you, because you have less boundaries up between mm-hmm. you and them. And so they are a little bit closer literally to you. Literally closer to literally you. Literally yeah, closer language to you. And and everything. Like the, 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 the distance between you yeah. and them is a little bit less. And, you know, most of the time when you're um, when you don't have boundaries with people or the people who you're closest with. That there's no boundary and they're normally the people closest to you. Yeah. Because, you know, you're gonna feel that. Yeah. And so you can't create no distance away from people in order for you to establish yourself. So I guess we can end on this because I do wanna talk about something that I feel like is an important element of this since we were we started off talking about how we did the vulnerability episode. And in the vulnerability episode amazing episode, by the way. That was a great episode. Good job. Um, in that episode, <laughs> you like my hosting abilities there? Good job. <laughs> um, in that episode, we were talking about how there's no growth without vulnerability. So you have to expose yourself in order to grow and to a certain extent. Right. So I want to end on talking about how to find the balance between being scared and being safe because with being you have to be a little bit scared you have to be right in the middle you have to be a little bit scared to feel like change is happening and you're growing but you also have to feel safe so that you have the space to grow (laughs) you need literally both to grow as a person so how do you find that balance between the two that's kind of like a weird gray area for me it's a simple cliche live on the edge live on the edge explain <laughs> uh, live live right like on do the- cocaine and fucking 
<laughs> Run in the traffic? Like, tell, tell, what do you mean? Live on the edge of your boundaries. Um, I think that we should ah. we should be looking to... I mean, it, de- it depends on where you are at your life, right? And so if you're... And I, I keep referring back to it because it's just a great example, but uh, Bruce Lipton said, um, you're either in a state of growth or you're in a state of protection, but never both at the same... You can't be both at the same time. And so if you're if you do want to grow, you have to let down some of those boundaries, let down some of those walls. Um, But if you need to heal, if you need to protect yourself in order for you to get away from threats, then you have to come back on the other side of those boundaries. But, you know, when you want to grow, you got to look at where your boundaries are and live on the edge of them if you need to protect yourself. Right. And, you know, there's there's a there's an internal growth at that point when you create those boundaries, you create this space so you can grow inside of these boundaries. Yeah. Um, But if you're outgrowing these boundaries or if you're outgrowing these certain things in your life, then you have to create more space. So you need to live at the edge. You need Mm. to let some boundaries down. Um, in your life and to move past them. So create them the boundaries first so you can understand what you are and who you are. Find and your then space. Once you find your space, then you can start exposing yourself little by little so that you can grow right. and progress forward as a person. Or know what space you do not want to be in. Right. Find your space, then live on the edge. Let me tell you, you want to talk about growing? This motherfucking podcast is growing. Hell yes. I feel like I'm growing as a person every episode. It's and I feel like there's no boundary to where we could take this motherfucker. That was okay? cute. That was cute. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that. <laughs> Listen, man. I, th- another one in the books. Another talk about boundaries. Find your space. Mm. I love that the fact that you ended on that. Find your Find space. Your We've space. been talking about that this whole time. But it's okay to carve out your own little space no matter what relationship it is even if it's the closest most intimate uh, relationship carve out your own little space and that person should understand if they're the right person but it's on you it's your personal responsibility to communicate that information loud and clear fuck yeah and if they want to see you grow they'll allow you to create that space if they don't want to see you grow or if they feel if they don't have boundaries in themselves and if they're not growing within themselves then they won't be able to respect it but you need to be in a space where you can grow. At the end of the day, 100. 100. 100. No entanglements. No entanglements. <laughs> Find your space, live on the edge. Ugh, Let's nasty go. with it. Now, before you do any of that, I'm going to need you to do a few things. They probably right? already cut off the podcast. I'm right know, right? <laughs> why, why you but whatever. That? Y'all going to hear these fucking plugs. And you're going to hear these fucking do. plugs. I need every mother lover to who's listening to this podcast to follow evil eagle hour on facebook twitter instagram and on youtube at evil eagle hour we need you guys to go on to the website evil eagle hour.com sign up for the newsletter drop your ideas into the idea box and lastly but most not leastly i said that wrong we need you to go on to Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on Google Play. Give us the highest ratings that you think we deserve. And if you are feeling really generous to leave us a review, and if you're feeling absolutely charitable, oh. you can drop us a tip. The link is in the description Ooh, of this podcast. Very nice. Very nice. Mic drop on a dumbass. Just Ow. kidding. You guys are beautiful. You guys and girls are amazing. Thank you for listening to another one. And uh, we'll be back the next time. It's hot as fucking here. The boundaries are about to get dropped.
See you guys and girls next time. You ready? Ready. We out.